I see strong pieces, and then I see pieces that, quite frankly, are underwhelming. I want to ask you about this dress. Really? It's not chic and cool. It's just blah. Can I be honest with you? I mean, of course I'm going to be honest with you. It's looking so toxic. Well, hello, 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 people. Welcome back to The Workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway and this new amazing batch of designers for season 15. I'm Ernest. I'm Samilia. We are both artists and just enjoy the hell out of the show. And also speaking of enjoyment, we are so happy to welcome back to the podcast, the lovely Nalen Blake. Hi, Hi, y'all. Yay. (laughs) So it is so wonderful to have you again. I feel like it's been too long, but I'm so glad you're here. And um, mm-hmm. and and we were we were briefly talking on podcast about how it is election eve night, and I have to say that I'd rather do nothing else. Like I, I this is the only thing I'd rather be doing on election eve night mm-hmm. is talking with you two about something that's actually joyful, something that yes. brings me life. So which is Project Runway. <laughs> so. <laughs> um. So before we get into it, I feel like we should just get out at the beginning. Um, oh, actually, before that, I'll let you guys all know, of course, um, we are on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and Facebook. And also, you can find in our link section a link to the cheat sheet. And so, of course, at the end, when we go through all the designers' final looks, follow with us there in runway order. Um and so before we get into it, without any spoilers, of course, I just want to get your both of yours just like a like one word description of how you feel about this this past episode. <laughs> Not subtle. <laughs> I, know, I, I, I know that wasn't one word, but <laughs> in a nutshell. Okay, um. not subtle. I'm I'm gonna quote Tim Gunn and say viscera. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and uh, and I guess I should come up with a word too. And I'll just say, um, Oreos. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I got something to say about that. Yeah, when we get because I, I I say that because I want to talk about that specifically. You know, just like a okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so let's get into it. And um, so so and also okay. And before we we go, I'm sorry, guys. So I want to remind us all that we so we all have brackets, and Samili and I have been bringing up our brackets you know, the past few episodes and Nalen, you also have a bracket. So, you know, I actually don't. No, you do. You, me you do. One. No, you, you have one. I went back and oh, made sure really? that you have one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll remind oh, you who it God. is. We have the same one. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm nervous. So our favorites. So basically they're our favorites and, and we kind of chose them from the beginning who we thought would, would kind of, make their way through the season to the top three. And, um, and I'll first say who the, uh, the one person who's not here is Shanice, of course. 
And mm-hmm. Janice, um, who's on episodes 14 and 15, you can go back and listen to that. Her top bracket is Aaron, Cornelius, and Tasha, who we mm. lost. And then we have Nayland and my mm-hmm. bracket, and it's Cornelius, Aaron, and Roberry. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold up. Is it, that's right. That's what I, that's, that's what Nayland said. That's what she said. I'm pretty sure. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. And then Samelia, you know yours. Yes. <laughs> so I had Aaron, Roberry, and Alex. And and we of course we've lost Alex as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's who we are, just leading into this. And um, remember those names, guys. So so just letting us getting us into the episode. Finally, we have our our uh, epilogue or our preview from from last um, our last episode and we have some extra Logan's magic going on with everyone fawning over her and she's everyone's inspiration now. Um, She's kind of amazing. And and I found out that the, um, the Henry Norman hotel is all the way in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. What? Yeah. They are like, they're so far off the grid. Whoa. They're, venturing outside of manhattan and i didn't yeah. know about this i don't yeah, i don't like so, that i don't like that at all yeah so they're trucking <laughs> them from greenpoint to midtown every day wow whoa so that's where they're staying in Greenpoint. yeah yeah i that's interesting huh and that's also wow. fairly far i mean it's not it's not too bad but it's you know if you can hop on the the G to the seven. Say if you weren't getting mm-hmm. driven around, but okay. But Naila, you didn't know about this while they were taping. I wonder if they'll be there the next time they tape. Good question. It seems the like camera. they've been moving them every time. But the Atlas. I mean, it, it used to be at the Atlas Apartments, which were literally three blocks from the the uh, Parsons Building right, that they right. used to shoot in, which, by the way, um, has been torn down. Whoa. Why? Okay. So, I mean, because Manhattan. I don't know. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, are they, yeah. So, are they, they building residentials in its place like everything else? No idea. But, but, that, um, but that building is gone. And, it's, and I think that they're shooting at a building. I think they'll shoot the workroom in a building that's like around the corner from where it used to be. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. So they're not not that, not that I'm a location stalker. Actually, no, I it's actually this episode where I really was disappointed in myself for not being a location stalker cuz there's just lots of things. I mean, I should I would be proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, that's right where um it's where right where ICP is. So we're just passing those right locations all the time. Yeah, no, that that is true. Um and I was very aware of that. Um, when when I was a student at ICP and was also mm-hmm. aware that I never saw anything. <laughs> it's just it's just so easy to miss a lot that's happening in that area because that part of Parsons is so close. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just happens. So, um, so, so we have them there and, um, you know, we, we quickly get them onto the runway 
this time around uh, for their for their challenge intro. And um, we come to find out that it, it, it is the uh, Sally Beauty Challenge. As usual, I did not write down the person's name who introduced the challenge. Gregory <laughs> Patterson. Thank you, Samilia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Who is really pushing for a continuing gig as oh. far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. There are lots of blown kisses and lots of, you know. Oh, yeah. I think he oh. winked a few times. <laughs> He's this. a little too happy, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lots of personality. He was just shining. He was just filled with filled to the brim with it um and so so the so we have this man from sally beauty and then um and surprise we find out that it's a team challenge so basically you know we have these um really really elaborate intros before to today's episode but we still have a little reveal and that it's a team challenge and it's a and slash pop-up challenge where the the designers working in teams of three have to um, work with an assigned Sally Beauty color palette. Um, and in addition um, to the pop-up shop, uh, I guess, window thing, um, the public will be able to vote by, by button. So mm-hmm. basically they have three hues, which are uh, red, violet, the new neutrals, and hues of blue. And um, whoever wins gets 20 per- from the pop-up window um, portion, 20% of that will go towards the final score at the end. So it's a, it's a huge advantage. And um, so here are the teams, Team Red Violet, which is basically red, is Aaron, Dexter, and Cornelius. And then Team New Neutral, which is basically beige, is Jenny, Natalia, and Majing. And then Team Hughes of Blue, which is blue, is Roberry, Lawrence, and Rick. Mm-hmm. And so they get budgets of $600 each, as well as a team, $600, to create a cohesive collection. Um, and they get two days for this. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, they get, t- they get two days. And right. Jenny loves neutrals. Oh, does she? Oh, my goodness. That's, that's what <laughs> she said. Did I say that last episode? She's, like, always wearing neutrals. Is she? I meant to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm be, I'm like being all the time sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, her and her mauve, you know those, oh those that that mm. color that she constantly uses is, um, <laughs> man, I'm not surprised. Yeah. So, um, and we of course have, um, more of a, we have we have okay red violet, um. And uh, Team Hughes of Blue. I guess we can just move on into, I guess, sketch time is where we kind of get to see these teams come together and a little bit of a of an intro to their dynamic as well. Mm-hmm. Because they get some time to go back and, and, of course, put these looks together and sketch before mood. And um, you guys, so were there any um, terrible feelings or wonderful feelings about these teams that we have here? Oh, um, I, I mean, I think off the bat, well, I, I noticed that like when they announced the teams, the music like switched to that ominous, like ominous music right away. Mm-hmm. So obviously we were meant to feel like this is a bad idea. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and then both 
Cornelius and Majing talk about how they're outsiders. Right, right. Mm-hmm. In their teams, that there are two best friends and then them. Yeah. I mean, I would have to say that um, I'm I'm really tired of Majing and his insecurities with mm-hmm. being um, on the outside because this is our second team challenge and this is the second time Majing has expressed his worry that no one likes him. He mm-hmm. just seems very, very interested in people <laughs> or, you know, in, in, in terms of that, just, just sort of being on the outside. Right. Um, so, yeah, but... But yeah, I mean, I, I thought that the dynamics were really interesting with, of course, Team Red Violet, um, mostly because Dexter at the, at the beginning seemed to be making things that he's already wearing. And mm-hmm. and Aaron wants to make another oversized coat. We've, she's made a lot of beautiful coats or, or mm-hmm. over, beautiful oversized things. And um, and yeah, yeah. But also... You know, you remember all of the shit talking that Cornelius did about Dexter at the beginning of the season. And Mm -hmm. so it makes sense why Dexter, to me, is not so keen on having Cornelius in his group. So coming back to bite him in the ass a little bit. But on the other hand, on the other hand, Dexter did, I, I mean, literally say like, oh, we should have a punk jacket. Like the real ones, like that one I have. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So once again, <laughs> you're gonna make what you wear. What you're wearing, exactly. And I think that ends up really coming out in his design. And and Aaron, and I wrote like, oh, Aaron's gonna make an oversized coat. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yep that's that was pretty much my thoughts too i don't know it's like okay another one yeah so all right um so so we have some mood time and um meaning mood fabric store and yes. uh um <laughs> <laughs> just for just in case no one knows what mood oh, means. Wait. What one other thing on Team Blue? Yeah, um, we do get Laurent going like, "Well, I'm going to have leather." <laughs> did she say that? <laughs> what? She did not say that. She does. Really? I don't she remember. Does. When they're at the table, I'm going to have leather. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. But Laurent is not the leather designer. Ah, oh, she just. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and the two guys are like, "Yes, of course you are going to." Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I missed that. I, you know, when she says leather, I think I just zone out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I completely missed that too. Me too. It's true I've... because she she's not like what's her name from the previous seasons who was who liked her leather. Oh, because if when you say like Stella, Stella rhymes with Stella, leather. Yeah. Let le, that doesn't rhyme, but st- Stella yeah. leather. It just, I mean, it just sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> I did love how like the style of the or the sketches that the blue team had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Felt like they looked really strong. Like I love the idea that um, uh, geometric and everything, and the mm-hmm. way that Roberry described it, I was like, ooh. Like, it really drew me in. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone else sort of made these rudimentary sketches. And, you know, I mean, most notably, Red Violet. I I watched this, because I watched this twice, and the second time I noticed the sketches, and it just made me laugh. I was like, that makes me look like I can draw. And they're just kind of very 
quick, clearly quick, but strong on color. It seems as if they outlined whatever they made with lots of, you know, rounds of this pencil that was this red orange color. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that's more interesting than the actual sketch of the garments that you're going to <laughs> going to make. So, um, it was interesting. It was really interesting. All right. Okay, so so we're in mood design fabric store and um anything stand out in this moment where the teams are choosing their fabrics and and working together to to grab what they need mm, well we get um more of majing like majing suggesting blue denim oh my god which i was like oh oh yeah no 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 this is where I wrote Ugg. I wrote Ugg with quite a few exclamation marks. Lots of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, you know, and I recall back to the sketch time. So their team, Majin is in team New Neutral. And he's just mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, you know, why don't we put in some Auburn or Burgundy? And Jenny is like, we shouldn't just, we shouldn't put in like too many colors. All, you know, kind of shutting him down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting that he gets into mood and wants to introduce something that is clearly not a new, I mean, it, is, it isn't a neutral in a way, but in terms of the Sally beauty palette, it's not a neutral and it's not close to any of the neutrals. It's mm-hmm. contrast um, and more color. So, but uh, also again, so tired of denim. Right. You know? uh, that Auburn would have been beautiful. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, we have Team Red Violet with a with that, what I call a fabric fight. So <laughs> they're running around grabbing tons of red, um, and I and I think at this moment I realize that Red Violet is essentially red, and it's not. To me, I understand you know Sally Beauty coming up with these new ways of saying the same color, and just saying Red Violet is a rich red, and I think Cornelius found. In my, what I thought was the closest to that in that plaid that looked almost mm-hmm. neon pink, almost kind of like my my television couldn't understand what color it was. It was so bright, and so um, but we see of course that 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 Aaron sort of steals this fabric, in a way. Um, yeah, claims it. She doesn't steal it. I would say she claims it, and Cornelius just lets her have it and gets a lesser color, a lesser plaid, a lesser color, lesser fabric sort of compromise but so yeah and then we have um the blue team which just has blue textures i mean they're fine in my opinion Mm -hmm. i just really thought everyone else was pretty much okay um so yeah so anyway so we're going to take everything back into the workroom Mm -hmm. we get two um, shots of swatch oh we do get two oh yeah swatch just seems so bored Yes. That's, yeah, I know that's watch giving giving side eye twice. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> and it's good because we haven't seen Swatch in a while. I feel so it was, it was kind of nice. I was like, I hope Swatch is okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're not just you know. They probably had like twelve swatches. <laughs> don't destroy my no, illusions. Like swatch this forever. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to know why swatch this forever. We just know swatches will always be there. You know, half of those swatches are actually collies. <laughs> 
<laughs> they just paint them and cut them up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I cut them up. They like shave their hair so they look really small. <laughs> I don't mean actually sever the body of a collie. So, whoops. Oh, no. um, so, yeah. Uh, all right. So, we, we can't take Swatch in the workroom. I, although, I feel like it would probably help with the dynamic of these teams if mm-hmm. they could have Swatch just running around. Um, yes. Looking stank in a an adorable way. <laughs> so, um, so we were back in the workroom, and um, we we have quite a bit of time. They get a whole day before, um, you know, any critique. So this first day in the workroom is basically um, them just sort of getting their things together and getting their garments started. And, yes. And, um, and, and yes, Tim gives them this pep talk and tells them. To take advantage of the brother sewing room. <laughs> which, okay. Which makes me think that Tim just starts sentences with take advantage of and yeah. then realizes like, oh, wait, I'm doing that part later. <laughs> okay. We'll take advantage of the sewing room. Then. Like, and you, and I'm, I'm so glad they didn't take it in a way to like, wait, what is Tim saying? Don't it's like don't read into that. Don't read into that. It's like Tim, I haven't. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Have my garments looked as if I don't know what I'm doing? Like, yes. <laughs> but no. no. <laughs> yeah. Please use the break room very thoughtfully. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um. So anyway, so I you know Tim leaves and and I think we kind of um. We're we're sort of thrown into the dynamic of Team Red Violet mm-hmm. straight away, um, where you know there's just a a little bit of um, I don't know I, I I see them you know getting their stuff together but I kind of jumped you know in my notes to sort of how their um, Aaron and Dexter are clearly becoming a problem or. Mm-hmm. Not not the best teammates to have we're, we're seeing so far. I'm I'm starting to get annoyed by them. Like I don't know they, yeah. Um, they're just annoying me. Their dynamic. Yeah, which we've been seeing for a while. Like we know that that they think that um, the other is are, are is the best besides themselves. They think each of so Aaron thinks he's number one and Dexter thinks he's number one. And then vice versa, mm-hmm. they think each other are number two. And, you know, no one really comes close to how edgy and and uh, and out of the box and wonderful they are. So we're clearly getting <laughs> to see a little bit of that as we come in. And it's almost as if Dexter w- refuses to make eye contact with Cornelius when they're talking in a group and only will talk to Aaron. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, any, anything else to you guys? Well, there's some weird thing about a sticker on Cornelius's butt. Yeah. This is one of these moments that's like, how how much of this is constructed through editing? I didn't think that this was, but you you think this was constructed? No, I, I don't think this I don't think this one was, mm-hmm. but it but it was clearly like they you know. It it did not help in the overall construction of their <laughs> <laughs> villain edit. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, yeah. Well, wait. Do you think it didn't help, or it? Wait, what do you mean? Well, it didn't help them. I mean, it was oh, right, it right, clearly right. Yeah. yeah. They came off really seeming like jerks. Oh yeah, yeah. 
it 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 felt very disrespectful and very mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have an I guess a 995 mood sticker on his butt while he's working. Right. Um, and it's not clear, like, it could have been something, like, maybe he bumped into something at Mood, and it mm-hmm. was just on there, and no one told him. Right. <laughs> but no, it clearly looked as if Aaron and Dexter put it on his butt. On yeah, the well, they started mm. cheering when he noticed it. Yeah, so yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah, clearly an but inside it, joke. You, you do sort of see a completely different Cornelius. Like, I started, I don't know, my thoughts about him started changing this episode like you see him more focused and determined and, and it's and i'm sure it has a lot to do with him being on the bottom last episode mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's like this this sense of shifting yeah um, yeah yeah i agree well <laughs> yeah i mean he seems very young that's that seems like the big part of it mm-hmm mm-hmm and and Super I young. and I would say that there is something that keeps coming up and that will come up through the the rest of the episode is um, there are certain things that he values that other people in his group, namely Dexter and Aaron, in terms of finish and polish, um, which we haven't necessarily seen in his previous work on his own, and it's mm-hmm. interesting that his um, his tendency towards perfection gets really ramped up in this team dynamic. And almost mm-hmm. as a sense of, you know, I see it as a way for him to distinguish himself among, amongst the two of them, but for himself to kind of seem mm-hmm. as a better person. So he kind of busies himself um, and actually digs himself a hole as the person who is doing most of the construction on a lot of the garments. And so while he's sort of working away, we have, of course, cut up, cutaways of Dexter and Aaron just sort of you know, hanging out. Right. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah. Right. But we have a lot more I, of that to come, of course. Yeah. And I mean, Aaron has had some, has had, um, time management stuff before. Mm-hmm. Right. Like right. notably the last challenge. Like, and so, yeah, I mean, I think that could probably be also feeding into where Cornelius is like, Hmm. Okay, last week you almost sunk yourself because mm-hmm. you couldn't get your shit done. Yeah. And, the, you know, you're not going to take me down with you. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's a lot of worry, I feel. I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of obvious. <laughs> He's just a worried person. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And anything about the other other two teams? <laughs> well, is this the point? Yeah, I guess, like... Um, we see um, Ma Jing's dress yeah. at that point. Is that sort of put together? Well, we get like the whole thing with Ma Jing being like, they're having secret meetings. Right. And then we see the girls having a secret meeting and going like, mm, you know, we mm-hmm. should probably say something to Ma Jing exactly. because he's really worried that we're having secret meetings. Because <laughs> at this point, it really, you know, we, of course, Ma Jing is really sensitive, but it's kind of for real. As far yeah. as it goes with Natalia, she's the one who really is the one who's sort of pushing him out of their conversations. Mm-hmm. Jenny is the one who's like, shouldn't we tell him? Because I think he thinks right. we're meeting without him. And it's not, you know, she's not really fostering a really um, helpful team dynamic or mm-hmm. inclusive team dynamic. And sort of, you know, Majin's fears are coming to fruition. 
<laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, she's kind of making Jenny deal with it. Yeah. And that's and that is that does not seem fair. Exactly. But she's Cornelius's friend. So, you know, right. old, old Cornelius or I would say um traditional Cornelius edit is mm-hmm. Natalia's friend. We're getting a right. non-traditional edit of Cornelius in this episode basically. So, yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, but I, but I think that I think Majing's dress looks horrible mm-hmm. i did yeah and that weird waistband like that waistband with the colors and and the yeah. ratio of that of that banding the mm-hmm. denim and then the burnt orange right totally reminded me of like mid uh, like late 70s that's, to yeah, mid that's 80s yeah it's like that it's like the gucci um, ribbon, like the rip, like the 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 band that Gucci used to sew onto everything. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah. Just horrible, just ugh. Man, and the shape yeah. of it is really wretched. Yeah. Wait, what were you gonna say about that, Smilia? About the dress? Yeah. I, I mean, I just I didn't care for it at all. I'm. I don't think. Tim mentioned anything really about the dress specifically, but it just didn't seem, it just almost seemed like a cop out, you know, just having the waistband on there didn't really make the silhouette any more appealing. No, it it did seem really simple because there's a moment yeah. on, on this episode where they put all three of them together before Tim comes in. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say, you know, I remember thinking the denim made everything look worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of the thing that yeah. I, you know, they're trying to use it as something that gave it a little bit of contrast, but in a way it made, just it, made it look more dated. Yeah. I'm very sad. You know, I love that word sad. Cause you don't really know what it means, but I would say that my <laughs> dress is very sad. <laughs> Cause whenever they say that, I was like, can you use another word to describe that besides sad? What do you, it makes me mm-hmm. feel sad or it evokes sadness. So what does that mean? But in, I think with Majing, I've been very disappointed with his silhouettes and how he designs in a way that, you know, he says he wants to evoke sexiness. But, um, you know, I, I watched this with a group of girlfriends and, you know, they're just like, that just looks like a potato sack. And it was my second time watching the episode. Yeah. So I kind of knew yeah. what was going to happen. And before, you know, the person in the show could say it, they're like, that's a potato sack. I was like, just wait, wait two seconds. And then Tim would repeat it. I was like, yep, yep. See you guys? <laughs> it's obvious. It's a potato sack. Um, or burlap sack. You know. Yes. Choose your word. Choose it. Burlap, potato. Um, mm-hmm. So, so of course, um, you know, at this point, I... I just couldn't wait for Tim to come in. I think this is this is the longest we've gone without a Tim critique, and I really felt mm-hmm. it this week. Um, it was kind of frustrating, especially with Team New Neutral, just because they they seemed so lost, and um, they knew something was wrong, which was interesting. They knew it. They just had no. They were kind of they were they had no clue as to how to change. What they were, you know, the awful mm-hmm. things that they made. So, so we can, let's move on to day two where we, um, we come back into the workroom. They've gotten some sleep over in Greenpoint. I mean, I, I don't know if I can get over that, Neelan. So, okay. So they they come back from Brooklyn and then now, um, we open day two with uh, the plight of Cornelius, um, Dexter, 
did did Dexter close him in the door on his, on their way in? Did you guys notice that? Oh, oh I, I missed that. I didn't you know? notice Okay, that. I wrote a note because because mm. Cornelius kind of flops to the door and then Dexter says something like, "Watch the door, Corny." Calls him Corny, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just sort of laughing, and we just kind of open the day with with this <laughs> this awful treatment of Cornelius all over again. Um. So yeah, so so we we do finally get Tim, and um, mm-hmm. and he starts with Team Hughes of Blue, which I think is very helpful because it mm-hmm. was a high point of of the day in a way I would say. Um. So so I mean about this I mean of 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 Team Hughes of Blue, I really didn't see anything to worry about other than that you know they weren't finished. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. and they're the, they're just a little worried about, of course, about Roberry for the for uh, which is kind of interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roberry's in my bracket, so I always write down notes about him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I I think they leave that you know with just normal critiques and. Um, well, I I think there's one thing that happens, which is that Roberry has that um, fabric, like the what what's going to be his overlay to mm-hmm. provide the texture, the mesh. Oh yeah, is like yeah. sort of pinned in this really elaborate way mm-hmm. onto the sweater. Right, and and that goes away. Like that's one of the changes that he makes. Right. Yeah. But but at that mm-hmm. moment, I remember like looking at that during the critique and being like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I just saw it as not finished. I just kind of knew it. Mm -hmm. It did look pinned on, uh, just a little sloppy, and um, almost as if he was, you know, he was just playing with it. Yeah, I, I just had, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, you know, it's it's fine. (laughs) I just, I was not worried about them at all. I was like, okay, you know, um, but but overall, it. Yeah, they were just, they just seemed to be sort of, in my opinion, and like, you know, kind of an, a just, yeah, I don't know, like not a, not a terrible place. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I don't know. Samila, did you, did you have any? Yeah, thoughts? I mean, I had the same reaction to the, whatever was on the front of that jacket, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> I just kept thinking, I hope he's going to change that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 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 Okay. So, and then we we head over to Team Red Violet. And um, I think, well, when Tim comes over, we again get a little bit of an edit of Dexter and Cornelius going at it. I, I, if I remember because mm-hmm. Tim comes over and senses and calls out the tension right away. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's kind of interesting. He's like, are you guys okay? And he goes, sure. Yeah, we're great. He's like, are you sure? Um, because it seems as if no one's really, um, I mean, clearly there's some tension, but, but people are just, I don't know. I, I just feel like maybe Tim's bullshit, um, radar was sort of on high with this group. So because Cornelius finally comes out and says something that he's mm-hmm. been saying a little bit here and there that he just thinks that there's a lot of red. Just too much red for the team mm-hmm. pilot. Yeah. 
but I think from there they have a pretty productive interaction. So, but yeah. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? <laughs> well, Tim says he has chills. Like at, you know, mm-hmm. at one point. I mean, he's he's kind of like very positive, mm-hmm. and then there, and then he asks about the jacket. Right. Like, like he basically kind of calls Aaron on her on. Uh, well, he calls both Dexter and Aaron on their on their stuff because. He asks, he asks Dexter, like, what's... Okay, so that's, like, a vest, so mm-hmm. what's underneath it? Mm-hmm. And and, uh, and Dexter's like, oh, nothing, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then and Tim asks Aaron, and Aaron's about her jacket and, like, what's going on underneath that? And she's like, oh, we haven't, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. She, oh all she had thought as you know, she had thought as far as like a, a mock turtleneck top or something like a tube top, I guess. Right. And he asks her the basic question. So what's going on at the bottom? And right. Again, time management. You, you spend yeah. you have two days and you spend most of the first day on that coat. It looked great. Mm-hmm. It looked amazing by the time. But I kind of was upset that she didn't use more than the plaid, more of the plaid that she took from Cornelius mm-hmm. on that coat. Mm. Yeah. So well, I, can I also can I also say that is n- in no way a motorcycle jacket? I know. I like. She kept saying that, and yeah. I'm like, "What does she <laughs> like, mean?" I was so is, confused. That is an overcoat. Yeah. Like, like just call yeah. It why what was it she is. saying motorcycle jacket? Maybe and, it's because of her background. I don't know. I, or, or maybe it's because she was wearing a motorcycle jacket that day. I don't know. It's just, it, you know, the two of them is like, I'm going to wear, I'm going to make what I wore. But, mm. you know, looking, it, it had these, you know, I think at that point had these crazy pockets on it. But, you know, to me, it looked like a normal oversized coat as well. I just, yeah. I think I just tuned out what she said. Because <laughs> I was like, that's not a motorcycle jacket. Yeah. Well, and then Cornelius steps in and saves it by yeah. offering to put like his skirt on her thing right mm-hmm. you know which totally saves her hash exactly but it also um man again and i was thinking at this point because I, I i thought that she was going to use more of the plaid that she took because i thought it was such a really wonderful fabric but mm-hmm. um but yeah no we we get cornelius giving her s- the skirt that he made and had finished I'm, I'm so confused as to why did cornelius need to grab a completely different plaid like why couldn't he have just used that same plaid that that he'd picked out originally i mean it didn't seem like she used that much of it anyway right i think my i i remember thinking and i and i did think this of course that she would use more of it and that he probably mm-hmm. didn't want to because he probably envisioned her using the whole entire plaid as a main fabric. And I think right. it's in this situation where it's just more helpful to ask questions. <laughs> it's like, right. you know, the, the less, one of the lessons of the day is ask questions right. well, he, and also just yeah. state what you want. Be plain about it. State what you want and what you want to do. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I could also see panicking and being like, oh, wait a minute. I'm making an entire suit out of out of this plaid mm-hmm. and we're going to have 
an oversized coat that is the same plaid. Right. And and then being like, no, that's not going to work. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and um, I just, I really want to know what else, like how much of that plaid they bought. Like if we could get a mm-hmm. Like could he have made it? But probably not. Because I think if, yeah. if, if he could have, they would have. I don't think they had enough yardage. Um, so... So, she, yeah. so Aaron gets Cornelius's skirt. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, and then we get to the new neutrals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> does not go well. <laughs> it does not go well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. So, so Tim is not okay with this team and their looks. Uh, just he calls it basic, and mm-hmm. I was so. Sure, he was going to say boring, but I feel like basic is even worse than boring. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, I was going to say basic. Oh, it's <laughs> Amelia's word. <laughs> oh, missed opportunity. <laughs> it's true. And then he gets, and then he goes, just bleh. Uh, just yeah. bleh. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, and it's funny because they're just, so Majing is kind of like, well, I was gonna wait for you to tell us your thoughts and feelings about this, Tim. But basically, Tim's was like, Ugh, it's like oh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible collection. Um, because to me, you know, they were pointing out who made what, and in that mm-hmm. moment, it looked like Natalia made the same pants twice. Like it was just really, it was just really, um, gosh, just, just, just. Mostly, like, the, the I didn't like the jacket that Jenny made. And mm. I just thought it was, mm, yeah. was really bulky. It did not go with those long pants that she had. And it had, again, too much beige and, and different shades mm-hmm. of beige, which I understand mm-hmm. it's new neutral. But um, I just am tired of seeing that color. And there's just no, there's yeah. just no contrast within the palette. Yeah. Um, and then Majing, uh, you know, poor Majing with two different sleeves to choose from. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just was like, oh, no, you have no clue. That was a great <laughs> moment where he's like talking oh. to him like, so I, we thought we would do something with like a long sleeve like this, but it could be a short one. <laughs> It's like, choose your adventure on this dress, Tim. Yeah. And Tim is like, yeah. that's not what oh, I'm man. here for. No, I'm not going to be like, this sleeve, that sleeve. No, I'm not going to choose your adventure for you. So I'm just going <laughs> to give you some generic words that you can work with and just do something. Do something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, we, so Tim leaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then what? We have some react i mean i think it's really interesting how all these teams react to their their critiques and Mm -hmm. it's very it's very interesting i wouldn't say very different but they are very they are very different they're very different um Mm -hmm. because to me what stood out with team he's a blue was the whole issue with for and how they were going to fix his crazy applique shirt and and the look of his 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 Mm -hmm. skirt and how they want yeah. him to inject sexy into it. And he's just like, oh, I don't want to. Oh, never think. It's so easy, which I agree with. Which is, I think is one of the reasons why I love Roberry's um, designs is that they're 
is volume and I didn't necessarily know that this was his design philosophy, kind of like this anti-sexiness, but whatever. But um, I still think that um, it was the most adorable thing. It was the most adorable sort of designer fight I've ever seen mm-hmm. on Project One. Yeah. Day. Yes. Um, Why does yeah. the answer to everything have to be sexy? I, I love it. Hate sexy. <laughs> I loved it so much. I was like, this is great. I know. So and Rick cute. going, but you're from sexy. Exactly. <laughs> and he's like, that's why. That is why. You know. And it he's kind of rebelling he's against rebelling. sexy yes. against the against the sex drenched culture of Venezuela. Of Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> so he so he acquiesces. He's like, okay, so I guess I'll make it a little bit tight. Like I'll, I'll make it tight. <laughs> it's like his, mm-hmm. his easy um, solution to that. I, th- I just thought it was so funny and. Yes. And lovable. So. I also, I there's also a great moment of Lorac going like, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> 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 She's like, I don't get it. Like, what? I'm French. Like, what? what are you <laughs> oh, man. That was so great. And uh, let's see here. And then, of course, we get into how the red team <laughs> reacts. Oh, my God. And we have Aaron. <laughs> what I love is that we have Rick, who, you know, is so quiet. He's, of course, on team. He's a blue. but And he's kind of a mm-hmm. more quiet, wonderful character. But, uh, you know, we've been talking about the edit that, that Cornelius has been getting and that Aaron and Dexter. In my opinion, Rick kind of confirms that we're actually seeing what's going on that Aaron and Dexter yes. are just yeah. fooling around. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So we see like a, a cut of them just man, just, just, just kind of going off and, and singing songs <laughs> about Oreos and snacks and uh, <laughs> Cornelius is just sewing his ass off. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and so yeah. I, and I call foul on the Oreo song <laughs> because I was watching that really closely this time around, and I think that that is I, I think that that's post production. Okay, I think that that's audio that they had of Dexter singing some Oreo song like from some other point, and they stuck and it they over it in. That's the hilarious. footage. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go back and look yeah. and see that because. But what about the candy? I'll, I'll that part that candy. yeah no that part i think they were actually doing <laughs> but i think that they but i i i think that they kind of um goosed it for the yeah. for the thing yeah i wouldn't be surprised if they did that. i just thought it was hilarious yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then cordelius has like an amazing moment of coping <laughs> like i clearly clearly they were like okay the producers were clearly like okay this is going really in a direction we want so we're just gonna stick cornelius in the confessional for as long as it takes <laughs> like because because he, he busts out this thing of like well when you're in a zoo it stinks <laughs> <laughs> but you hang around there long enough and eventually it smells okay <laughs> Cause I wrote that quote. I wrote that whole quote down, Nalen. I stopped it. Oh my god! I was just like, you know, in a way, that part really infuriated me because, you know, after all of this griping, you're gonna do this in the confessional. 
you should have done this to their faces. Just, I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, and I don't really, of course, we, we don't know what it's like to be on the inside or whatever. And that dynamic is, is strange. And Cornelius is, is young, but I, you know, it was just one of those frustrating things. So I was just like, okay, you know, it stinks. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the red is bad. There's so much red and the way that they're fixing everything is not helpful because during the critique, you know, Cornelius brought up, it's a lot of red. It hurts my eyes, but then mm-hmm. you're, your solution is to make more red things and not even to try and it suggests a different color. Um, you just made another red skirt and are going to bitch and moan about how it's not your skirt. It's Aaron's skirt. So why didn't you just make Aaron make the skirt? And so mm-hmm. it's like a lot of these things that are just, he's just holding in and that zoo quote, I just wrote that down. I was like, huh, come on Cornelius. <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> and it's true, but you know, Say something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I just had a lot of words about mm-hmm. that. Anyway. Um, also, I wrote down Sugar Makes You Tired after the Oreo song came on. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how bad it is to eat so much sugar when you're, when you're working this hard and have to stay up late. I would just suggest mm-hmm. don't, don't do it. All right out there kids out there listening <laughs> sugar makes you tired um <laughs> anyway so we also nothing worse than a sugar crash exactly we've all been there so as you get older <laughs> um but i also have to say that i thought it was really refreshing how team new neutral uh responded to you know all of tim's terrible critiques of their work yes so um i know if you guys had thoughts on that, but I just kind of recalled moments in the past, particularly when Jimmy, Jenny, not Jimmy, when Jenny scraps her bomber jacket that looked almost finished. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys remember uh, Daniel from season 11 when he cried uh-huh. and he had to take apart one of his jackets as if he was, you know, like cutting himself open and there's lots of crying, lots of tears. It was dramatic. And not that that's terrible, that that's, there's nothing wrong with that. But it was just interesting in a competition where you just had to get stuff done. Jenny was like, you know, what? I just got rid of my jacket, which was mm-hmm. interesting. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that there was, um, I, I think they um, like pulled it together, mm-hmm. did what they needed to do. They basically took the big coat and covered up Majing's dress. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like and they were like we can knock out another couple of you know we can knock out another couple of pieces mm-hmm. yeah they just got down to it yeah yeah i um, was a little worried when i saw jenny adding a little popcorn detail i was like uh really? just like another aaron copy oh, like with her oh, hay right like i feel like she's always doing something similar mm-hmm. yeah aaron but it was interesting because, you know, they all kind of seem to be doing that. You know, it, it, that kind of reminded me of what Roberry was doing to his shirt. Just this adding on of, of texture mm-hmm. and, and that being a thing this this season. You know, additional yeah. craft, crafting yeah, onto your clothes. Yeah, they're all very into applique. Really, really into it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of great. I, I, yeah. I like it. It was fine. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay, so the models come in, and um, before we had to hair and makeup, and then that's sort of the end of the day. 
Did anything else stand out before we hop up on out of there to the pop-up shop? <laughs> mm, nope, I don't think so. No? Okay. Not for me. All right. Mm-mm. Okay. So, um, right. So I so I wrote down uh, Laura Lance's work, Keith Keith, because they kind of walk out of the workroom oh, yes. to the pop-up shop, which is really like a pop-up window. We'll uh, you know we'll see that later. Um, and Keith Keith, because everyone sort of looks as if they've gotten their stuff together after Tim came in, and things are looking decent. Mm-hmm. And um, so we find ourselves on the streets of Soho in Manhattan. And each group has set up their own window. And Mm -hmm. again, passerbys are able to choose their favorites by dropping a button to a button box under their favorite Mm -hmm. window. And, um, you know, it's, it was exciting. I am jealous. I wish I could have been there. I didn't know. I, you know, whatever, it's fine. I I need to stalk a little bit more, but you know, overall, I'm just saying it seemed like a a pretty positive experience for everyone in general. Mm -hmm. So everyone took it seriously. I mean, this kind of made me think about something because there's that moment where Tim is like talking to like a super stylish couple mm-hmm. and is telling them to go with their viscera, like he's telling them <laughs> to, to go with their viscera. <laughs> and, and, um, and it suddenly struck me as like, oh, you know, they have this whole like band, like you can't bring patterns in you can't go online and look stuff up you mm-hmm, can't right. like have like magazines for reference but the truth is like if you get some time on the streets in new york even just like getting from one location to another uh-huh. you see people who are decked out oh, and yeah. there's like there's like if you're paying attention you can get like a lot of great ideas from just the way that people dress on the streets I in the city. Totally and that's agree. something that I love about living here. Yay. Oh, thanks for that. That's the, yeah. <laughs> Cause sometimes I forget and, um, yeah. and, and it's, it becomes normal. Cause I, mm-hmm. cause, cause Nalen, I mean, I, I've, 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 I've only been here for about seven and a half years, I guess. And I do remember, you know, when I first moved here, just sort of not being able to stop looking at people. It was hard to not notice. Yeah, because people get dressed up in New York. It's like you don't it's you don't necessarily know it because there's a lot of people who aren't. But you see people who turn it out. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine. I don't know. I I just. uh, Yeah, that first couple, I I remember looking at them and just like, you know, I I can totally see that that's not something out of central casting. (laughs) They were just walking Mm -hmm. down the street. (laughs) Soho. And it's and I'm thinking of the the woman with the with the wrap. Her hair was wrapped up, and then the yes. guy she was with had like gray, like a gray mm-hmm. fro, and um, they just looked amazing. Yeah, they looked so fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think? Did you did you like them, Samantha? I'm sorry. The what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, just, just I'm that couple so, that Tim I'm was so mesmerized. To. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm so mesmerized by um, the watching the models. I'm sorry. I'm just, <laughs> I've got it going on in the background. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I did. I did love them. And that's one of the things too that I I really love about New York is that it's so vibrant um, with you know people's style. Yeah, mm-hmm. just be anybody and just you know. 
mouth dropping like wow what are you what are you wearing who are you wearing mm-hmm. <laughs> um because here we just wear pajamas no <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> we don't. i know that's not true <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah that was a cool feel to you know to see this take of all the people coming mm-hmm. off the street and mm-hmm. you're in the sense of their style and how they're reacting to what the designers created. So it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And so the designers actually get to, to see everyone's reactions. They're in a, they're like in a green room with a feed coming in where they're able to see who's dropping in buttons and where, and um, I don't know, it just seemed like a really wonderful self-esteem boost because no one really no one was left out i mean all the windows look great (laughs) Mm -hmm. and very different styles of course but you know there was there it it just seemed as if everyone kind of got you know a good amount of votes in a way but um i also thought it was interesting to um get a I, I, I don't know because I was thinking about like why is this so great and actually Tim at the end says he's like I wish we could do this every day and and for every challenge and I was just thinking it's because of you know that's what they're doing it's getting out and interfacing with real people who are real wearers of clothes and mm-hmm. also need bras because I feel like that yes. was one thing that was pointed out about Dexter's outfit that yeah. you, you can't wear a bra with that and, and especially with those those drop just drop sleeves you know it kind of leaves you kind of exposed in interesting ways if you're not taped mm-hmm. down and i think that's always great to to get mm-hmm. so. yeah wearability exactly yeah yeah and you can tell that dexter was listening to that because he then said well red is so much harder than neutrals or blue oh yeah yeah whatever <laughs> Uh, Dexter was like getting on my nerves mm-hmm. <laughs> this episode. Mm-hmm. Like every he had some sort of you know defense for everything. Mm-hmm. Like he couldn't just take it. Mm-hmm. You know? He's got to defend every little thing. No, because nothing he produces stinks. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> nothing that comes out of his body, yeah. his brain, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so. So yeah, and so you know we have, we have some time. Um, I, I really don't think they get a lot of time after this pop up shop. They don't know, of course, who gets to win or who won the pop up mm-hmm. challenge until we get to the runway. Um, and so, let's hop on over to the runway. Do we? Do you guys have any thoughts before we move on? Before? No. 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 Okay. Great. Make sure we all get our our, our words in. So we have, um, <laughs> so we get to the runway finally, and Heidi comes out and gets to announce who actually won the pop-up window portion of the challenge. And yeah. the winners are, you guys want to say it? Team neutral. neutral. Yay! And we said it faster than Heidi. It was so, like... <laughs> Like, this was really an excellent, like, oh, oh, yeah, this is the Heidi we've come to know and love. The Heidi who demands pain from the designers. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> they all need to suffer more. <laughs> Just let it linger. Because they let yeah, out I a lot. I can't even tell you good news. Oh my god. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Um and so they also get five hundred dollars, but I couldn't understand if it was for Sally Beauty products or from Sally Beauty products. So they get five hundred dollars yeah, in either coupons or cash. I don't really know. <laughs> I couldn't yes, understand for- that. And wait, can we back up for a second? Because that, because those colors that they debuted, they debuted uh-huh. are like, that's like tips and streaks. What like <laughs> this is like spray in hair color is what your is what your new deal is. Yeah, yeah. But oh. it's all sorts of things. I feel like I, I in and is it just the hair? Because I I kind of assumed that it included um, makeup, but no, you're right. Because that's those are hair products. Mm-hmm. It's just hair products. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much. And we'll see how they've used them. But, yeah, it's like a lot of sprays and, and accents. And mm-hmm. I think I just got that. It's just hair products. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I mean, for what it's worth, the names are actually interesting, even though it is essentially red, beige, and blue. But, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I'll also have to say that I think it was at this moment that Majing probably felt as if he actually um, had nothing to fear and was included. He actually gets yes. a little misty-eyed. <laughs> I thought it was weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it was very accepted. sweet. Yeah. Um, so we, let's move on. We have the um, intro of our ju- judges and we have the normals. Which is, mm-hmm. of course, Zach, Nina, and Heidi. And then we have Kelly Osborne. Doing a very matronly boy, George. Oh, my gosh. Was she? <laughs> Holy crap. She just, you know, that purple rain of, of hair or her purple mane, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the things around her ears. What were those? She had these. I don't know if they're oh, earrings or just kind of ear equipment. On her ears. Or it was attached okay. to the hat. I couldn't tell. Was it on her ear? I. It was there, right? Something hovering mm-hmm. over her head, behind her ears. But anyway. Yeah. We, yeah. Oh, behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll say. I that, won't be too. I can't be too nasty because she at least is somebody who has built a brand around fashion. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. so tired of these. I mean, I'm a, obviously I'm an old guy, so I don't know who all these. <laughs> actresses are that they're trotting out i don't either on these shows they all are interchangeable (laughs) to me so i like that she's like an actual personality who clearly has Mm -hmm. some investment in fashion because you could tell i mean Mm -hmm. with her judging and her feedback and Mm -hmm. her point of view exactly i mean when they introduce her uh the subtitle under her name is fashion critic so, you know, she's legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so now we can move on to our cheat sheets. Mm. And our cheat sheets, of course, again, you can find the links to that in the link section. And we're going to go by runway order. And this week I, I titled it The Runway is a Rainbow. Just because that, that, that song's been in my head. 
the world is a rainbow. Anyway, so I just thought it was cool. It was appropriate. So, mm-hmm. all right. So let's go through these looks here. And we start off with Team Red Violet. And the first outfit we have is essentially Cornelius's outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, guys. So we can we can talk about the whole entire team as a whole if you'd like, um, or if you'd rather just go through each look. Um, I can go either way. Okay. I mean, I feel like we started to say stuff about the individual looks. But... Yeah. All right. Well, let's start with Cornelius, and let's just go. Mm-hmm. Let's go one by one. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thoughts. I did not care for this look at mm-hmm. all. I mean, I did. I didn't like the fabric, the plaid to begin with. This particular plaid. Mm-hmm. Um, I do appreciate that he tried to do something a little different with, you know, changing the direction of the plaid mm-hmm. in areas and whatnot. But I was just like, meh. Mm-hmm. And the skirt, I just oh, I completely did not like yeah. the skirt. It looks weirdly bunchy around the bust. Mm-hmm. And then also I really hate what he did to obscure the fastening on the front. Like whatever that yeah. weird. Strip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is really strange to me. Because my, and, I, and of course I assumed this, that he would make something to put under it. Because. Mm-hmm during the critique when we had it, it was zipped open or open and mm-hmm. he had this wonderful kind of like a scalloped finishing on each side. And that mm-hmm. seemed more interesting. And all I could think about when this model was walking down is that, yeah, it doesn't fit her bus. Just open that up. He should have made something underneath mm-hmm. it and just opened up mm-hmm. that, 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 uh, that sweater. It would have kind of looked a little bit better, but the skirt is just, Oh, it's just terrible. I used to have one of these skirts. I hated it. I mm-hmm. hated it. It's a skirt from from the nineties. I'm just saying. Again, yeah. we're back in the nineties, and um, <laughs> yeah, it just looked terrible. Yeah, I actually do have. I, I, I do have one of these myself, mm-hmm. but it's like such a better. It's it's from uh, uh, Come to Garcon Black. Oh. And it and it and it so it is. <laughs> it's like half. It's it's half. It's like half kilt or pleated skirt and uh-huh. half shorts. Is it and, uh, is it longer in the front like that? It is not. Okay. That's like one of the things. It's like, mm, no, that was a mistake. Yeah. I actually had a, a skirt that looked like this that was longer in the front and shorter in the back. Oof. And it was so uncomfortable. I don't rem- I think that was this, that was a time, definitely a time when I had no control over the clothes that I bought because I didn't buy those clothes. But, you know... <laughs> When she turns around, it doesn't even fit in the back either. Mm-mm. Like it just looks uh, like it. You know, if if we see her walking a little bit, it rides up. I remember seeing it walking, and it looked as if the hem in the back curled a little bit. It, mm. it just wasn't. It just didn't fit at all. And I mean, later yeah. on, you know, Zach makes a comment. I'm just gonna sorry, just gonna fast forward. Comment how it's hard to construct this in a day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So as your second as as like the third thing you're sewing basically. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he did so much work this week. Yeah. I know. 
All right. All right. So next we have Dexter mm-hmm. and his um, his punk rock vest and denim. I yeah. was, I did not see right. punk rock. I mean, no. more so kimono type. Mm-hmm. You know, with the arms and the way it draped in the front. Exactly. I mean, maybe it was punk because it was inspired by Dexter's idea of the jacket that he was already wearing. Uh, <laughs> I think that's as far oh as it went. Goodness. Yeah. And, you know, in a way, I'm wondering if, again, back to Tim's critique, if Tim hadn't come in and said, so what are you going to put under that? Um, I just I just think that he should have, again, put something under it, take that belt off. Maybe that would have been punk. <laughs> but the the belt gives it this, this, this uh, yeah, gives it a kimono shape. And it's not mm-hmm. helpful that those sleeves are the way yeah. they are. But if he hadn't put that belt on and maybe made a third piece, it would have looked better. Just saying. Again. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's also when you have those sort of giant sleeves. Mm-hmm. It's it's gotta be like there's something <laughs> off with either how far they go on the shoulder, mm-hmm. or but you know, oh uh, yeah, there's just so many ways that you could have done something with this. Yeah. But 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 for me the main thing is like you know please don't ask people it's like only one kind of body can wear this yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it's it's so sort of thoughtless i think and and i think it's it's lazy because i just had the other thought if you put a shirt underneath that then a woman with another type of body could at least imagine wearing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because otherwise you'd, you'd solve the problem of coming in at the size and having everything showing and also just kind of, you know, just not having anything holding you together mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. from the front. And so, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, I agree. It's, it's a, it, maybe it's a very, um, selfish design <laughs> in a way mm-hmm. so um yeah yeah and we have uh the next uh look that i that i labeled aaron and cornelius mm-hmm. here <laughs> so because it is <laughs> it is aaron and cornelius yeah um yeah i'm you know what? I love this jacket and I love the pockets. I think they're crazy. It's amazing. It's wonderful. That's mm, you know, okay. just saying. Here's here's what I have here's what I have. To say All right, about bring that. it on. Bring it Sorry. on. Sorry. Saddlebags. I love them. I love saddlebags. But also Ernest like okay, take a look at that picture of that model. Imagine that she has to get something out of those pockets I know, or put something into those thing. pockets. I know. Yeah. It'd take you like 10 minutes. Yeah, they're so crazy high. Like the opening for them is yeah. so crazy high. Yeah, it'd be really awkward. But it does look gorgeous. I love that that coat. Mm, okay. But you I really know, do. The reason why yeah, she it inspires them, me. Yeah. It, it, I want to, <laughs> yeah. It really. <laughs> I want to make something with a flat pocket. <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> 
I want to. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see you make something with us. Yeah, me too. Like me too. I I feel like Aaron's thing is really reduced to like a few simple ideas that she then will stick a crazy thing on, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. she's been able to kind of get by on it for for this long. But I do not. I don't see that as like a consistent like design vision yeah i and anyway and the thing is that's just me and the thing is like i'm of course pro coats but i understand that the most of this coat is a is a is a well chosen textile Mm -hmm. that's what it is and she's getting away with it this week she didn't get away with it on the cocktail challenge because Mm -hmm. she put those crazy lion that lion mane shoulder on it but this mm-hmm. week she gets away with it because the the textile really works and she knows how to make jackets. So she she's really great at construction and mm-hmm. she had Cornelius to do everything else that she put on this model so she could focus on making this coat. And I agree, right. I agree. If she had put those saddlebags lower, then it wouldn't have been a really nice silhouette. It would have messed everything up. So she had to put them in the armpits. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have to be up there but yeah no i get it it's not a practical <laughs> coat at all <laughs> if i saw this hanging in the store i probably would be really upset but um mostly because i hate that i hate it when pockets are in weird places because i do have this i do have a moto wool jacket it's a long moto jacket it's actually a motorcycle long jacket mm-hmm. not like this and the pockets are too low because it's made for a woman with longer limbs. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so every time I put my hands these in the, po- the pockets, I get a little, I get a little mad. But um, <laughs> I, I, so I get it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's Team Hughes of Red. I mean, sorry, Red Violet. Red Violet. And next, let's move on to Team New Neutral. And the first look we have is, and I, I got this wrong in the first first moment. It's actually Nat- Natalia. Natalia. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Amelia, for correcting the cheat sheet this week again. Um, so <laughs> so it's so great. And so it's Natalia, and um, even the so that whole top is the jacket. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now I get it. I thought there was like a jacket on top of an undershirt. And then the leggings that Natalia made. Yeah. So. No, I mean, this is basically a riding outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like those are sort of riding jod. You know, it's a take on riding jodhpurs and, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. A, and a crop top jacket. That seems fine. I think, again, you know, we want to talk about pockets. The pockets are interesting. Um, design wise, it is very interesting. The pants. Yeah are kind of a throwaway because I, I see those all the time now and I'm sick of seeing them. And with um, the knees out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice finish cut out there. They're well made, but nothing new. And uh, we're back to leggings on the runway. Just saying, I'm sorry. I'm just like (laughs) kind of, kind of over it. But, um, in terms of this, this is them making it work and doing what they could do after right. Tim basically comes in and is like, just just do something. And and I think this was a really good idea. It's a very good save. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it doesn't have any blue denim in it. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> just so glad they took that out. Um, yeah, and then next we have Jenny and Natalia. Any thoughts on this guy? This oh, Samilia, what do you think kinda... of this top? Because mm-hmm. you actually didn't like that, like the, or you were worried by the idea of her putting little popcorn things on it. I'm right. I mean, it, it made it look somewhat interesting, you mm-hmm. know, but it's still kind of a plain top. It's still plain. Mm-hmm. So, you no. So, yeah. No, not really. I mean, it's just, oh, okay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, wasn't am amazed. I, am, am I wrong to say that this is all very Ann Taylor? <laughs> no, you're not. I, 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 was, I was so surprised as to why did... I mean, I guess that's probably why the public voted yeah. there is number one. I mean, yeah. because they've seen it or it's like they could see themselves in it the most. I don't mm. know. You guys didn't I think was these just pants bored. were amazing, though? I thought the pants were crazy. No? I did not like these pants. Really? I love these pants. <laughs> I didn't like them. Yeah, see, I like I like these pants. Really? Samelia. Okay, yeah. what were your thoughts on that, Samelia? Because I'm, I'm, I'm just really curious. I don't. I think I was just bothered by the whole. I don't. The whole look. Mm-hmm. So the the applique just, and the applique is nice. I mean, it's nice. It's just. But also the like the silhouette like of the first, pants. Or? It's not like first place. Like, yeah. I mean, the mm-hmm. pants are. I guess it's just not my style. Yeah. I'll yeah. say that. Like, you know, I can see that it it's, you know, it looks nice and it's well tailored and all of that good stuff. Yeah. I it's wonder just not my style. I wonder if like were you bothered by the color? Oh, very much so. Okay. Yeah, cuz we talked about that. I think that it turned me off. Yeah, I think I I'm wondering if that's the thing too. I cuz I It is. It makes sense to me why they would win. Because it's safe. Uh, this is a very safe yeah. color. It's a very mm-hmm. uh, universal, um, you know, uh, application of color. And while I haven't, I haven't worn khaki in years. You know, that's just <laughs> a lot of people wear neutrals. <laughs> it's a very, very again, and Taylor oriented type thing. I guess, mm-hmm. but I just, I just love these pants. I can't wear these pants. I'm, I know I can't wear these pants, but I just love the way they looked on this model. <laughs> I mean, I like a, I like a big sort of flowy pant like mm-hmm. that. Although I was thinking like if they really wanted to be more daring with it, like if it was in a really, if they made that pant in like a kind of wrinkled, very crisp material, hmm. Like, like, like that what? would be an interesting contrast and in texture. You know, I there's some um, there's there's some. I, I don't want to say linen because I feel like mm-hmm. that slumps too much. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Just I'm I was just thinking like, oh, if it wasn't so flowy and yeah. actually was more crinkly, mm-hmm. and then you had that sweater on top. Yeah. I don't know. Ah, yeah. Huh, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. You I mean, different types of linen. Yeah. So that could probably I work. mean, something that was, like, a, a little starched or something. Yeah. So that, like, the wrinkles in it didn't look, you know, looked like they were there on purpose and not 
just like it hadn't been pressed. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I because I feel like I used to see those types of fabrics all the time, and and not so much anymore. Mm-hmm. Where it was, you know, the kind of unironed type thing, kind of look. Mm-hmm. But yeah. All right, and then next we have Majing and Natalia. Majing's dress and, and Natalia's coat. I was shocked that Majing didn't do anything to this dress. I, I wanted. I really wanted her to take the coat off, and then I didn't want her to take the coat off because I knew that it yeah. was hot mess yeah. underneath. Oh my gosh! But to me, I can't believe he got away uh, with not doing anything other than this dress. He didn't change I anything. No. And those and he went with the long sleeve. Like, and no, the uglier <laughs> thing. He went with the uglier thing. He chose his adventure and it was long oh. sleeve. And <laughs> oh no. Kept the neckline the same. It was this boring mm-hmm. crew neck Man. that's lined with this denim. This dress. And mm-hmm. his denim um, you know, waist center. It just ugh, gosh darn it. I just am kind of I'm really worried about Majing. I just, I'll just have I to know. say this. He's going to go home to his sweetie and she's going to be like, I know you didn't say I was the inspiration for that look. <laughs> so you need to stop saying that because that was not okay. You were not designing for me. I feel like he stopped thinking about his wife when he made that wedding dress and Tim told him to start all over again. I think he stopped thinking about his muse. He needs to go back to thinking about his wife. Just saying, yeah. make something crazy and tacky. It's something. It's I better know. than this. This is just boring yeah. and, and disappointing. Yeah, I so. mean, this yeah. is like this is barely passable. And I feel like the coat is um, nothing remarkable either. I agree. I also kind of don't like those vents going up so high on the side. Yeah. Again, I, mean, I understand why you do it, but gosh, mm. but it makes no sense. You would be cold in that if you think about what coats yeah. are for. So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the slits are too high. It's just for the runway. It's mm-hmm. you know, and also the best thing about it is the way they've used the color here. I think it's an interesting use of the neutrals. But um, that's it. That's it. Right. So. Right, and Natalia finally got to line something because she didn't get <laughs> to last week. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Last week she wanted to line it with King Kong fur, so <laughs> Oh my goodness. You know, let's just see where she goes from here. But you know, I, I, I I'm I'm very I'm feeling very good about Natalia about Natalia. Um Yeah. From from here on out. I knew she was gonna kinda sort of blossom out and I think she's 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 still a little weird and mean. I don't like this. Um but I think you know, we had some ego checks with this critique from Tim. So, you know, hopefully that'll, uh, that'll keep them in line. Yeah. Have we had the, co- we haven't had the couture challenge yet. No. Right? Oh no. We haven't had it yet. Yeah. I mean, cause the, I the really worry about her with that. Oh my gosh. Oh, couture. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. She's got some taste yeah. issues, even though she's very tasteful, but, um, Oh my gosh. She always te- seems to need like a huge tweak. Needs mm-hmm. Tim to come in and be like, you're going on the wrong direction. And she yeah. just kind of adjusts. And so yeah. I agree. All right. So next we have Team Hughes of Blue. And we start off with Roberry. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really proud of Roberry this week um, because I, 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 I love this skirt, but I have to say it reminded me of something that recalls memories of Tasha. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, in my really? head because um, I think of her as the same way in terms of her design philosophy you know growing up in a place where women are expected to dress a certain way or is acceptable in a certain way and trying to do something very different and mm-hmm. um, this looks reminded me of Tasha so just saying that but mm-hmm. I thought it walked really well I thought it was really interesting It just it just seemed really you know kind of like a you know you have the the grunge look mixed in right. with mm-hmm. a little bit of leather and mm-hmm. just kind of like an interesting feel as well like yeah the, i love the layers here yeah it had the benefit of uh, like the more you look at it it does have that thing of like oh i threw this on yeah yeah it's like it's like i have these things in my house i just put them all on and i'm going out yep yeah i agree and that really works because I would never put a t-shirt under there. I thought that was really interesting and mm-hmm. kind of practical as well. But mm-hmm. just freaking sophisticated. Just just loved it. Right. Well, and also, I mean, if you look at the way that he does the asymmetrical skirt <laughs> versus the way that um, Cornelius was trying to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right? Ooh, it's yeah. like... It's like he gives you, um, it, it cuts it much more open. You know, there's just, instead of like trying to do all of those pleats, mm-hmm. he's, he just does, you know, a couple of panels. Right. That's interesting because, you know, if you, you know, the, the, of course the front view, he mm-hmm. is, well, yeah, because, okay. So, Cause that just sort of brought up, bunch of stuff to mind of the exactly the things that Cornelius has tried to done has tried to do in the past so mm-hmm. of course we had his whole um encounter with houndstooth where when he oh, mixes up God. these patterns and it's <laughs> awful no matter how mm-hmm. he squares it and then and again today i think he did a lot better with the plaid and and doing these mm-hmm. these you know interesting um mishmashes or whatever but plaid to me it's not that hard and so um but with Roberry, what he does here yeah no i love that that he kind of does this where the the plaid almost emerges and it converges in Mm an interesting way where he puts it together in a in a way that you wouldn't typically think to i think cornelius is a little bit more predictable in how he mixes his patterns up but Mm -hmm. yeah no i agree it looks like she wrapped um, a flannel shirt around her waist and then just, you know, what about her day? Yeah. So. And yeah. I'm, I'm with you, Samelia. This is like a much better version of those appliques on the sweater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Than what he oh, had right. going on before. Oh sure, man. Sure. Yeah, I guess. I was so pleased I'm, seeing this walk. It was like yeah. a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of miss, I kind of miss the old applique. What? <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I thought it was a little bit more interesting, and the texture was a little. I, I, I like the obviousness of the texture. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> oh I like the no! <laughs> but I know. Yeah, but 
I think, I mean, this is really making me think, like, looking at the, the three of them mm-hmm. and and Nina kept going on about how this really looked like a collection. Mm-hmm. And I think the difference is, like, when Dexter is trying to do that stuff with those patterns, mm-hmm. it's this very abstract idea about how you could treat pattern in making a garment. You mean Cornelius? Whereas, it, it, Cornelius, yeah. Okay. And then... And then the, these three looks actually say something about how you would get dressed in the morning. Yeah. Right? That's the difference. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it, and if that top, if, if Roberry's top had been busier, it would have gone back into that territory of mm-hmm. like, here's this idea about combining these patterns instead of being like, here's a cool thing that's part of my whole cool outfit. Interesting. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I still miss appliques, but that's a good point. (laughs) 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 I'm stubborn. Um, Okay, so next we have Rick. Mm -hmm. Rick's outfit. This was my favorite look of the whole run. Really? Ah. Mm -hmm. Why? That shift dress. Oh. And the, I mean, the whole thing is just so easy. I think like this is my style mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Like I need it to be easy, effortless. You know, just I mean, simple. Two pieces total, and it's just mm-hmm. like you look like you're doing something. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like I don't want to put a whole lot of thought into getting ready, and that's just um, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I just love the subtlety of it. Yeah. yeah. And also, I'm the, to oh, me, the best coat. thing about this oh. look was the model. I just loved her walk. <laughs> I loved it mm-hmm. so much. Um, and, and just kind of how she flipped around in, in the back with this mesh panel that he's put back there on this jacket. It's not mm-hmm. my favorite mm-hmm. jacket, but mostly because I've, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like this before. Um, I love coats. I can't say that enough. And this panel in the back, I've never seen that. I don't know what it's for, but I love it. I don't mind it. I think it's mm-hmm. great. I'm I'm there with you. Actually, I'm like I would totally wear this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I would wear I would wear this coat. And I actually I really like the hair treatment on her mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it sort of alludes to having a mohawk without like <laughs> the weird like gross cultural appropriation <laughs> part of it <laughs> you know but it's like kind of like a really like doing that color that's yeah. just in the bra- in the two braids is yeah. like kind of a really great thing yeah yeah no it's like the whole thing is awesome because yeah. you know yeah. again like the, i've never the, seen that high french two french braids before but yeah, yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, and that and it's very again, it kind of has that feeling of like, okay, well the the jacket is longer than the dress, but it mm-hmm. does really feel like you throw the dress on and then you throw the jacket on over it and you go yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. All right. Okay. This wearability. That. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to notice mm-hmm. that. Okay. <laughs> okay. And next we have Laurence and her tuxedo inspired suit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little disappointed that it's tuxedo inspired because I'm tired of that. So and that's that's 
basically the extent of my um, disappointment with this outfit because I do think the closer we even get to these pants out of this whole outfit, I love the pants and mm-hmm. I kind of love how this jacket and that, you know, you have the back panel and, and it, it, you know, it, it curves in into a, like a very short tail in the back. The way mm-hmm. it kind of frames this simple white shirt which mm-hmm. I still want. It's a simple white shirt. She did that the last time. Yeah, no, man, that tank top. top. I, I can't. Yeah. I, love, I want that. I still want it. I still want that black I tank know. top that she won with. But I think, you know, it's it's interesting and just so freaking confident. That's I think that's what I really love about this idea because the whole thing together is like a nice, um, a nice framing. I think the jacket is totally useless other than that it looks good. In yeah. My opinion. So... Um, yeah. 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 Your thoughts, guys. I, anyway. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to feel like I mean, you're seeing a lot of one trick ponies here. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Laurence has her her jackets with the shoulders and yeah. you know but it's like even though she didn't do leather here, it's like, okay. We've, like I just feel like I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her. Um, except she just added a little tail this time, but you know, and then Majing, he's got his same old, same old, with the, the dress or, you know, always with the denim and whatnot. Hmm. And Aaron with her coats, like, I don't know. You just start to see a theme and then I'm, I'm feeling like I really want to be wowed now. Yeah. Like we know who you are. Some of you <laughs> as designers, uh, show us what else you're about. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. And does she use leather on this? I didn't see the leather. She didn't. I don't think she did. Okay. Which I was I was really glad. It was refreshing to see her mm-hmm. not working or in leather. But yeah. Yeah. then I feel also like the her her whole look <clears throat> out of the others was kind of more subdued. Mm-hmm. Like at least with with Rick, you see the really neat elements in the jacket, even though it's just a very easy look, it's still very interesting. And then with Raberry, yeah, yeah, same, you have that level of interest, but hers is just, it's kind of plain. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. All right. So that's the end of the cheat sheet we have here. Mm-hmm. And, um, next, uh, we, we, have the you know the judges who are, I, I think we find out straight away that they think that the whole runway was kind of great. Um, mm-hmm. That and I and I would agree. Everyone, it looked really exciting and interesting. Um, and I would have to say, with you know, especially with Team Red Violet, I think it's 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 a very um, poppy color to see on the runway. So it was kind of it was it was kind of great. So, um, but we do have. Um, a, a one safe team and then one winning team and one losing team. So um, I'll say that safe team was and that's team new neutral. So even though they won the pop-up challenge, um, they're safe. Someone else surpassed them. And so they go in the back. They're safe. They're, they're, uh, they survive for the next episodes. Um, and so the winning team is, do you guys want to say? Uh... Team He's a blue. blue. 
The blue team. <laughs> I, 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 I can't stop thinking about them as like blues hues. So. <laughs> clues and blues. Blues and clues. Clues and blues. And blues and blues. Blues Blues hues. <laughs> um, so sadly, that means that Team Red Violet is the losing team. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of thought that the winning team, I, I thought that like um, Hughes of Blue was sort of like the straight A students. And then, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. Team Red Violence were the Red Violet were the kids with the, the potential who just kind of goof around in the back of class and you just kind of wish that they would just pay attention because <laughs> they could oh, do so that, many better that's things. my son. Oh, <laughs> oh man. The it silent is. genius, the secret geniuses. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like, why can't every class be art class? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The artist is like, so like, you just gotta get them in the right environment and then oh, steer them there. <laughs> but, um, you know, without, okay, so I'll just say <clears throat> that we we begin with the losing team and it, it got really intense. I mean, we're pretty far into the episode, but did anyone mm-hmm. have, this is where the fe- I feel like I had a lot of feelings here, but did anyone have any, um, did anything stand out with this, the conversation that the judges have with the losing team, Red Violet? You know, Heidi Heidi demanded her tribute of tears and didn't quite get it, but was <laughs> but it was clearly like you watch the way she leans forward when there's when there's the hint of tension. Mm-hmm. Because they, of course, you know, in these situations, they all in the t- in every team challenge, they ask, "So who should go home?" And of course, you know, I feel like in the 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 past few episodes of the season where Heidi has baited people into these emotional gutters that they haven't really taken the bait. But this time around they did. It, it opened a whole can of worms. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, it, it, I just kind of, uh, you, you just sort of notice that a lot of this is, was, was cringe worthy. Yeah. We start with well, Dexter and, and I, you know, and, it goes on and, from there. Yeah, and having had like the having had like the example of of um, you know dear departed Alex mm-hmm. like you know putting himself up for elimination, right? Mm-hmm. Like Dexter should not have picked Cornelius. Yeah, I know that was so bogus. You know I, that I was know. that was the thing that like if he had not done that. If he had been, if he had been like, well, you know, it's really hard to say, so I should go home. Hmm. Right. Then all, all of this probably would not have happened. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Because it set Cornelius up to have to defend himself. Mm-hmm. And it was clear from there that he, he tried and tried and tried and was overpowered <laughs> in a way. Yeah. And um and 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 really was, and of course you kind of, you kind of get the um you know you kind of move on to Aaron, who can't say Dexter, and is not honest about why she can't say Dexter, even though it was clear that Dexter's outfit was the weakest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was I am done clear. with her too. 
Yeah. But she's on your bracket, Nalen, so you got her. I don't I I, I honestly don't remember how I ended up with this this is put this put a bad taste in my mouth. Uh-huh. Like, you know with her. With her yeah, yeah. with her yeah. and with Dexter. Just like you really see their true colors coming through and I don't know. It's just like it seems like designers aren't who we thought they were. You know, yeah. like my my whole perception of Cornelius has shifted this episode. My perception of Aaron and Dexter has shifted. It's like, oh, Aaron, you dirty. Like, how are, how are you not going to yeah. come out with the truth? Like, mm-hmm. she tries to skirt around. Well, we all kind of worked on this together. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but, but really when the rationale was like, well, Cornelius and I both have really strong or Dexter. Like, yeah. like like we or, have a really yeah. strong connection. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, mm-hmm. why should that send Cornelius home? <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because you it know. wasn't oh. it and, and the thing is, I really do believe that the words coming out of their mouths weren't lies. Which is right. the sad right. thing. I do believe that Dexter thinks that he and that, that Aaron the the reason why Cornelius should go home is because he likes Aaron's aesthetic better and vice mm-hmm. versa. Not that what was actually happening is that Dexter, you made the weaker outfit. And so you should go home or to admit that the two of you have a connection that's, that's mostly social. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't think they see yeah. that. And also I, th- I thought it was very interesting that, they were asked about the worst part of Cornelius's outfit, which was that skirt. And they asked, instead of who made it, they asked who conceived the skirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've never heard of them asking that. Like they, they all, it's, it's pretty much straightforward. And so that's when Cornelius could go, well, Aaron conceived of it. He's like, Cornelius mm-hmm. is like, I made it, but she conceived it. That was her choice. Um, but I still, at the end of all of this, didn't think, he defended himself enough. Um, right. But I saw, which was really disheartening that he thought he was doing an amazing job of defending himself. There was this assumption that because I did the most work, I deserve to mm-hmm. stay. And I'm like, that's not how it works on this right. show. Right. Which mm-hmm. is, you know, unfortunate in his case. Right. And I think that's where, well, you know, the youth comes in, in a way. Yeah. And, and I would also say though, that, um, that those guys you don't ever see a moment where they look at his designs and say you know maybe this should be shorter or maybe this should be it seems clear that it was like they were totally happy to have him doing whatever it was that he was doing Mm -hmm. because it was it meant that there wasn't conflict like if he was off doing whatever then you know, and that's the and the point of um, to get all education and all about it. The you know the point of having these team challenges is that how do you learn how to listen and help somebody else out? Right. It's not mm-hmm. just about like getting through. Right. And and neither one of them at any moment um, demonstrated a willingness. Which I think the other teams did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like to to really go in and go like, well, how can we help you with this, or how can we fi- how can we fix this part of it? 
Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. that's just like a part of their personality in a way because you know I, I think that's it's hard to it's hard to teach that it's hard to learn that mm-hmm. and it's hard to understand that that is something that is needed unless you've been exposed to it or have been forced to do it. I would say like mm-hmm. you know during our crits with Nalen <laughs> or my crits, with <laughs> how our crits class our crit classes were run. You were you had to speak about other people's works. Even if you didn't speak to this person or or relate to their aesthetic or relate to their 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 art or their process or anything like that, you had to find a way because you know essentially that was that was a part of the practice. And so with you know and, and yeah, I I I think that's the sad part of it where they just didn't care. And didn't know that they didn't care, and see, and they see nothing wrong with not caring, as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right. So um, no. that's a lot. Anything about Team Hughes of Blue? <laughs> I just thought they were used as an interesting foil to the dynamic of the other group, because you know. Again, straight A students where they just right. they handled themselves properly and with dignity and and um, there was and there was gracious discussion. with each other. Exactly. Even with Roberry struggling, they acknowledged that, especially with Lawrence, mm-hmm. who when you know, mm-hmm. instead of being asked who should go home, they get the luxury of being asked who should win. And I thought it was totally fine that Rick said he should win. I was like, I agree. And then yeah. with with Logan, she's like, you know, Roberry came a long way. We forced him to be sexy, and <laughs> you know, this is, he 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 did it. He he pulled something out that was still him, and I I just I agreed with all of it. I thought it was it was mm-hmm. a really wonderful display of just you know what we miss about about Alex being gone. Away, <laughs> like the remnants of mm-hmm. of of just wonderful respect. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I would say that we, uh, you know, of course, after these things, the the judges have to deliberate, and, and the judges before they leave, or Heidi says, you know, we're going to have a very long chat, and it's mostly because this, nothing was outstandingly terrible on the runway. So whenever we have, of course, high performing garments, it's going to be a long chat. Mm-hmm. But you know, who cares? The drama continues in the waiting room with all the other designers. So, um. I you know we we go back in to the waiting room and everyone of course asks like what happened and Majing has to become a body blocker between Dexter and Cornelius because what <laughs> happened on the runway continues back backstage yeah. and it just gets a little interesting and and kind of close and personal. Yeah, um, and you get to and Roberry says he was about to throw up his heart. Yeah, I wrote like, I wrote that down. Like, like listening Roberry. to the other team, listening to the other team's critique. Oh my goodness! There was so much tension. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, man. I, after that, I was just, just took this huge exhale. Yeah. Like, oh my god, it was a lot. Mm. It was a lot. Um, so you know we get close and personal or the judges get close and personal with the the garments. And I just have to point this portion out because um, we get Tim calling out Dexter and Aaron as the mean girls in his defense mm-hmm. of Cornelius. And it's, it's a blatant defense of Cornelius. And I, I think it's rare when Tim does that. Um, but it was, 
it was kind of clear here that he was just like, guys, this is all the stuff that you had issues with, including how much red there was, how much red violet there was. Cornelius tried his best to break it up, to get them to do something differently. And, and um, all the reservations that, that I had, um, they kind of turned to Cornelius. He just kind of calls them out and just is real honest with everything, mm-hmm. which I think mm-hmm. is interesting. So that takes us back to the runway to find out the the results and and who wins the winner is roberry roberry <laughs> finally it's his first win of the season and you know it's wonderful it's adorable i i think it's mm-hmm. it's great and then who who goes home cornelius cornelius yes and uh yeah yeah i i have to say yeah that, aaron kind yeah. of aaron kind of is declared safe and runs off stage yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then like dexter gets declared safe and apologizes on his way back yeah like, he, like but but you know no eye contact no, no none and he's yeah. really like he he shifts a lot, like like Dexter. His stance was just kind of like, okay, now here we go. Like it was just it yeah. was it was you know he was. It could have gone either way. It really could yeah. Have. So I, I just I, I I made one other note, which I'm I just and just it's going back a little bit, but it's mm-hmm. like, pl- can we just retire the under the bus? metaphor it's like oh. everybody says it so many times I in know. This episode. yeah there what else would you put in its place metaphor. though but what what uh, else would know, there be besides under betrayal the bus? or like yeah what it actually just, is yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and, and yeah at, at the point where Nina was like, who do we want to see more of? I was like, oh, no, they're going to send Cornelius home. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I was yeah. just like, that is just unfair. I mean, it's it's crazy because of how I've, I've felt up until this point exactly. about Cornelius going home. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and this is the episode that you want to send him home? Exactly. Mm-hmm. After one- he did all this work. I was yeah. just so mad. I was, I was really, I and I... I will use a word flabbergasted because I almost lost my breath because I was like, this is not what I wanted. Not, I mean, I, you know, Cornelius is hanging on a thin thread yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and we, he has been the past few episodes, of course, but not this one. And I agree with you, Samelia. Like, that's exactly what I thought. Like, not this one. Not, I mean, obviously it was, to me, it was just so obvious. And I've been really good with, you know, kind of personally, I would say I was just I'll toot my own horn. Been pretty good about the pretty <laughs> gonna go home. Kinda know. And but this one I it was a total surprise. Total surprise. Anyway, so um so he left I feel like he left the runway with a pretty good attitude and um and my whole idea was just like, you know, we Oh really? Have- I thought he was like, I am furious and I and that is that. Oh, I, I thought he was just like he—he he was furious with the people backstage, but with the people yeah, there, yeah. he was like, "I want you all to know, I'm yeah. I think this is a really great opportunity, 
but I, yeah, mm-hmm. he clearly was pissed. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, okay. I guess we have to adjust our brackets. We lose Cornelius and another designer goes home and, um, and that's the end. That's, that's the end of uh, the episode. And, um, well, we get a we get a bit more couch time of like everybody sitting there and Cornelius kind of yeah. talking about the whole experience and, and, um, and yeah. Dexter unable to meet his eyes. Right, and, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. So that's the end of the episode. And um, yeah, anyone? Do you guys have any last words before? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> only that Tim uses his Tim gun face. <laughs> what? You mean, huh? Cornelius isn't going home? Wait, what a second. Wait, what is this, Amelia? What are you talking about? <laughs> Cornelius doesn't go home. <laughs> Oh my god, of course by this point I'm like boohooing. I'm just like, what do you say? And then Tim uses save. Tim comes in and uses go. his Tim gun save. Finally. Can I just like Man. oh my At god point, he, does it is it contractual that he has to say that? I don't I it's like is that the intellectual property of, of magical elves or something? I believe so. It's like who else's save is he going to use? Because that's <laughs> what Heidi has been branding it with. And you know what? You know what, Nayla? I'm pretty sure he has had that conversation with them. Is like, guys, I am Tim Gum. Do I have to label it? I am using a Tim yes. Gum save. And it's like, yeah. Check mark. Copyright. Yes. Yeah. And you know that's that's Tim, uh, specifically uh, yeah, Heidi. Yeah, we've 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 tested it the other way, and people are just very confused as to whose save you're using at that point. So just so if you could just make it clear that it's your Tim Gunn's <laughs> So yes, and and second time around, mm-hmm. I pay I was paying very close attention to who was clapping. Oh, okay. Did you write this down? Some, so oh some, yeah. Yeah, there's some sneaky editing in there. Huh. Because they keep doing cutaways to Dexter and Aaron. Right, right. Of course, yeah. right, for yeah. reaction shots. Mm-hmm. Right. I think they use the same reaction shot of Dexter rolling his eyes like three times. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then they cut to Aaron sort of sitting there looking downcast while everyone else seems to be clapping. Uh-huh. But then they cut back to a wide shot and she is clearly clapping in that shot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know what, and that kind of explains the the expression of of affection at the end once they once they exit. Aaron runs over to, mm-hmm. to Cornelius and hugs. hugs yeah, her. well, that's yeah. No, that is. I, and believe me, I'm also like. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I just that's thought that nice was that you want to do that, but real still. awkward, real awkward. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't, I didn't notice any of the details. I just watched, okay, I'll say the first time I watched this was in my studio and I have a studio mate, I have a couple of studio mates and one of them was there. And usually when I, I usually don't watch Project Runway in my studio because I get loud. And so mm-hmm. this happened when he came in um, for the save, I actually just kind of screamed and freaked out my 
Mm -hmm. and had to kind of run through. I'm like, I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm just saying, Tim Gunn saved, (laughs) Tim Gunn saved. And they're like, okay, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know what this Tim Gunn saved means. Like, but you have no idea. It's a good, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And what's interesting is that I, I would not in a million years have wished it for Cornelius. I still am pining Mm -hmm. for Alex to return somehow. And so, Mm -hmm. um, But it's really interesting that I I really do think that it was appropriate this season. I don't know how you two Mm -hmm. felt, but I I thought it was a good save. I mean, emotionally, yes. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, I'm not interested in I'm I'm not interested in seeing more from Cornelius this season. Mm -hmm. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Like, I might be interested in seeing something from Cornelius in like five years. But I really feel like he is... He's like very young, yeah. and and is has been kind of all over the place in terms of the stuff that he's made, um, and I don't feel like it's been as coherent as as you know, like I would I yeah I mean I feel like I would rather have had Dexter voted off tonight, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I but I also but I'm less than thrilled with. Uh, with Cornelius's, I, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. He's saved, but I would be surprised if he stuck around for much longer. Yeah, yeah. To I, be I, I agree. I mean, I think it was a good move, just in that this was not the episode that Cornelius needed to go home on. Like, if they were going to mm-hmm. vote him off, he should have mm-hmm. been voted off like two and a half episodes Ugh. ago. You yes. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of glad that Tim you know saw that i don't i don't know that we'll see much more from cornelius but mm-hmm. i mean who knows who knows yeah 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 okay. i would rather tasha had been saved man so that the next come week, on yes so the next week she could have oh, done the streetwear challenge yeah that was her challenge Man, but what she made was so bad it didn't justify her saving. Oh, yeah, Tasha. <laughs> I know, I know. She was it was so bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So but oh. I, yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah. So, so this was a pretty wow episode, I would say. A lot of feelings. A lot of feelings. Mm-hmm. So, I, I would have to say before we go that we get more feelings next week guys i'm really not looking forward to it it clearly looks like family week where the designers (laughs) members are coming back as clients yes and there's just going to be a lot of crying and suing but i because i actually wanted to ask you guys if you had any predictions about next week based off of what we have now no one has been eliminated cornelius is still around dexter is not happy about this of course because he leaves it makes a comment about how he's traumatized. And mm-hmm. so next week, basically the promo we got was just everyone sobbing, <laughs> even Aaron. Um, yes. So yeah. I, you know, any thoughts? Ooh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to need a gang of people to watch. This <laughs> yeah. I'm, that's my thought. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I kind of think I, I feel like what I think the thing that traumatized Dexter is that thing when you are 
having a totally great time and you're having like super fun like hang around time with your pals mm-hmm. and everything's really great and then suddenly it's drawn to your attention that you have really hurt somebody else yeah because you have not been paying attention and to be called on that in public i think is the thing that that he feels traumatized about yeah good point and so i think he is i I, the sense that i get is that he is very conflict adverse Mm -hmm. yeah and so that's that's probably why he's like oh you know why couldn't all this just go away right like yeah so i don't know if that's like that's different than somebody who's like a genuinely angry or weird person mm-hmm. so i don't know if that really has legs so much yeah you know? i and i to- i totally agree because i you know in a way again we think about what we can remember you know of course those of us <laughs> i have friends who who don't watch the show you should watch the show watch the first few episodes where, mm-hmm. where the conflict between dexter and cornelius first starts to brew and yeah. and we can even kind of think about this Dexter Aaron camaraderie as a way of sort of separating themselves from any kind of weird pettiness that's going on on the other side of the workroom beneath the surface mm-hmm. and and so yeah no I agree um, yeah because I I really don't think they meant anything any malice or anything uh, wrong it's just it you know yeah yeah they weren't doing anything. Um, I I feel like I feel like both Dexter and Cornelius are shady, but but mm-hmm. Dexter does not like to be called shady. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know, that's the thing. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, okay. So, wow, that was <laughs> quite an episode, and uh. It, this has been so great um, talking with you guys about this as well. It's been a really wonderful season so far, and I think I've, I feel like we say this at the end of every episode, but this is this is this is great. This is a really good mm-hmm. season, um, and I'm glad Naylan, you're able to come and hang out, yeah, a little bit and, and talk about it, yeah. So yay! All right, so before we go, Naylan, do you have anything to plug, and where can people find you? I do actually have something to plug. Um, I am part of the next cycle of Harlem Postcards um, at the Studio Museum of Harlem. What? Cool. And, That's amazing. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. so great. Um, and, uh, and so that opens on November 19th if people want to go by. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two other shows that are opening at the at the same time, and um, I, if you're in New York, um, I also have uh, some drawings and uh, sculpture up in a group show at Matthew Mark's Gallery on Twenty Second Street. So I, you know, and um, I also have just published a small book of um, my self-portrait cartoons. Um, from last year from october so um you can if you want to get a copy of that you can contact me at um uh Nayland blake um all one word on twitter or Nayland w blake on instagram yay 
That's exciting. Awesome. Yeah. All right. And Samelia, what about you? How do you clean the plug and where can people find you? Um, let's see. I don't have anything new to plug. I'm taking a big trip pretty oh. soon to Malaysia. I'm really wow. excited. Wow. Oh my what? gosh. I'm super excited about that. But then that also means if you want any bags before <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> this is help important information to know, Samuel. Just saying. This is dire. I'm actually going to be doing free shipping for the next two weeks. Oh my gosh. Um, so, yeah. If you want your stuff before Christmas, I will be gone for a month and I'm leaving November 22nd. So, well, okay. um, So before Thanksgiving, (laughs) just get, well, actually, you know, maybe within this week, get orders in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This week and next week. All right. Mental notes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Textile Bags. It's T-E-X-S-T-Y-L-E Bags. And also through my website, TextileBags.com. Yay! And <laughs> that's awesome. And I will be putting in my order. I'm just saying. I'm just... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're pushing me to start early. Oh my god! No procrastination. Or you can just get it later. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying, if it doesn't happen, (laughs) right, right. (laughs) You have to wait a few months. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yay! And and I will actually, you know, of course, if anyone's in New York, I'm I'm doing a performance piece this Friday, November 11th, at um, an artist collective in uh, Manhattan called Ideal Glass. It's at 22nd East 2nd Street. Um, And it's a part of a series that I'm working on now where I crochet a blanket. The length of it is the length of a song. And then it's the blanket is my height. So essentially my my performance piece will involve this blanket. I'm not going to say how, but um, that's involved. And also, of course, I'm um, again in uh, The Surface of Things, which is an upcoming show at the Houston Center of Photography. It opens November 18th, and I'm on the artist panel on the 19th with um, some amazing people. I'm really excited about that. So I'll be in Houston from the 18th until that Tuesday, the first time in Texas. So we'll see how that goes. And um, it's it's going to be exciting. I'm really looking forward to that. All right. And, of cool. course, you can find me on my website, ErnestDavis.com, and Instagram, um, and Facebook, and Twitter at Arenez, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E. All right. Yay. And of course, again, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, and SoundCloud. And um, so glad that you guys (laughs) are listening to us and following along with this amazing show. And so until next week with more feelings. um, (laughs) Yay. All the feelings. And again, Thank you so much, Nalen. This has been so fun. Um, thank you, guys. Of course. No, thank you. Let's just do a thank you fight. This is like a back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank Wait, oh, you. Are we gonna, okay, then we're going to call somebody to get in the middle. <laughs> what are you imagining over here? This is be our, our thank you blocker. Anyway. <laughs> All right. 
Okay, and then of course when we'll see everyone again, we'll have a new president as well. But um, yes. Until then, of course, uh, everyone has voted. Well, we're. I'm just. I'm not going to say vote because you won't be listening to this until after the election. But we'll see, guys. This is an interesting year and uh, an interesting Project Runway season. So thanks again, everyone, and I'll say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Classic.